injudicious ramblings of Andre and Gary. I got sunburned yesterday. I went to the air show yesterday. I got half of my side, uh, half half of my face is sunburned, the other half isn't. So, delightfully red neck of you. Um. I well, it's exactly like NASCAR, you know. <laughs> You know, because really what you're looking for is something bad to happen, right? <laughs> but it's, yeah, I don't, I don't know if it's more expensive. Hey, off! I don't know if it's more expensive than NASCAR. I mean, it's free to get in. But was it crowded? Um, it was very crowded. Was the, would, Okay, would the election, had the elections been decided um, by the actual crowd? Would a Republican or a Democrat be a... Republican. <laughs> Definitely Republican. There were some. Are we on air right now? Yeah, we are. There was a guy with a with pick Jesus shirt and had a like a guitar pick, you know, shaped like a guitar pick. And there was some dude with a uh, like proselytize or something like that, and had a big cross for the T, you know. And another asked me about Jesus. There was a whole bunch of Jesus stuff oh. there. And of course, uh, whenever they showed an Air Force or Navy pilot. Uh, or the Marine. Chair must have been resounding. Uh, not so much, no? but but it, after it each time they would uh, they would say something, you know, a recruiting message. Oh, <laughs> okay, okay. <coughs> here, I love this. What do you mean, fixing the mic here? Yeah. Okay, so folks. So And we were missing that. Um, I was gonna say hi. This is the injudicious Rambles Hello. podcast. Hello, y'all. Sort of overheard Gary and I just shooting the breeze about his weekend. Indeed. All right. We um we just want to say Occupy Wall Street. Yep. We don't have any Occupy Wall Street stuff for you today, though. No. Well, I suppose we could talk about Detroit um, uh, gassing and, and beating beating the people and, and hitting the one guy in the head in with Oakland? the gas. That's Oakland. 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 What did I say? Detroit? Yeah. Oakland. Detroit also did, um, I yeah. think, were pretty brutal, as yeah. well as a couple other places. Uh, Seattle it just is... went in. Uh, Austin, Texas just went in. I did. Yeah. Yeah. But although I am shocked that Texas didn't start getting rowdy before well, this. <laughs> I, I'm sur- now, I don't watch television, so... Mm-hmm. Uh, Nothing came up about that, but you would think that because it was in our capital, Austin, and we have a certain governor running for president, um, that that someone would say something going, hey, um, what about this free speech issue? Is there a limit to how much free speech a person can have? Well, let me stop you. Before you even get there, I want to say, you said I don't watch television, which is why I didn't see anything, and to me... You saying that and saying nothing is about equal because but, you can watch any television and you would see nothing about all of this stuff going on. But I do get a lot of news feeds from the interwebs, heavily censored, which is which tend to have more stuff. Wait, but you talking about but you have local interweb stuff? Uh, no. Yeah, but but this but Austin isn't is no longer just local. It's national because of our governor but, but, running for, for president. Who cares about free speech? And you can ask Herman Cain about him sexually harassing. <laughs> Folks, it is Halloween. And Gary um, f- apparently is like the curmudgeonly old man in the neighborhood. Because I've been sitting here now for like a full hour. And this is the first person who's knocked at his door. 
And I just want to make a point that he didn't give them any candy, but he gave them some good advice. I gave them a Bible. <laughs> it's a Jesus ween in my house. He gave household. them the same, the same Bible that I was resting my beer on. So you're going to hear a little clanking from the... I read about Jesus ween. Yes. Isn't this awesome? So I, I've been stealing Gideon Bibles. Sorry, not stealing. Taking them because they are for the people. They are for the people. Much and, I'm like trying, the I'm, and I'm trying to bankrupt them by stealing them so that they have to go back and replace them. Well, I just thought they were like the towels in the hotels. and this is, <laughs> You're supposed to take a towel when you take a Bible. <laughs> I, was, I thought it was a courtesy. But is that your insidious um, attempt to topple Christianity? Is Barry? Well, is just, just the Gideons, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure that the Gideons do well. Although, you know, they, 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 they go to to high schools. They try and get into high schools to proselytize and give out Bibles as well. So I'm sure the Catholics are right behind them. They are. Well, they Especially have Catholics have their own school. You don't have the Gideon school, but you do have Catholic schools. Especially the Gideons are young boys. I am sure the Catholics <laughs> are right behind them. Yeah. That's a pretty sordid way to start off. What, 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 what we were talking about first, Gary? We were talking about... We came in here and we were talking about... Um, we had a light-hearted discussion about abortion. Light-hearted. Right? <laughs> As us um, eggheads do. Uh, a little bit of... Just, you know, wistful, wistful talking. You might talk about NFL football on, you know, on a Monday night, but we talk about yeah. abortion. Yeah. Right? And yeah, it is Monday night, isn't it? So I wonder if the... If the Football players are dressed up as something else. You see, that, I'd like to see him out on the field, all dressed up in hockey gear. That would be that would be cool. Ice skates, et all. Yeah, well, they could do without the ice skates because that would ruin the field. Be very difficult to run down the field in ice skates. Oh, I'd love to see that. It would be charming. It'd yeah. be a charming spectacle. Or maybe those ones that you see on late night television. You know, the little springy, springy, uh, runny things. I don't even know what they're called. Pogo sticks. No. Huh? no, 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 that, not pogo sticks. They're actually boots. <laughs> they're, they're, they're boots, but they but they have uh, like an eye, uh, a spring on the bottom of them. And they, they, they show some guy on rollerblades, you know, can't hardly skate. And then this guy goes running by in his little springy things. It's a stupid commercial. That is and I've just wasted like a minute of your time trying to explain it. And therefore, I will probably not cut it out. Oh, no, please. Please don't cut it out, Gary. Because I want people to see what I endure. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, but listen, let's let me mention. Let me let me. I was first thing after say I'm sorry. I had so many interesting topics lined up, and I felt and I left my laptop home. So unfortunately, I am woefully underprepared. And he has to use my crappy laptop. But fortunately, Herman Kane is alive. <laughs> Listen to what this asshole says. Okay, so Herman Cain... He's gone from 999 to the 909. <laughs> or the one after 909, which would be a Beatles song. First thing, okay, so are we going to test? Let's, we're going to talk about that. Um, do we need to say anything about that 999 no. tax or the flat tax? No, um, but, but Rick Perry now has a 20% flat yes, tax. Yes, I know. and, and He's this, very proud of that. Let, yes, let, 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 and let's just make the point here. Well, well Herman Cain... Republican candidate for president, and Rick Perry also running for Republican primary. Fundamentalist Republican running for president. Right. Herman Cain's not well, a fundamentalist, I think uh... but they're both led by God. Both led by God, led around. Strangely enough, knows. a different God. Yeah. Well, but... I think it's the same one. I think Herman Cain's God and um. 
Well, it's weird. I mean, if there are three people saying that they were led by God, we can understand that because of the Trinity. One of them has Jesus, one of them has the Father, one of them has the Holy Ghost. But there's four of them. So where's this fourth? Oh, Michelle Bachman. That's that's right. So she is. Uh, I mean, she's all. Uh, no, she's also led by God. I know, I but that's my, my point. I didn't hear Herman Cain. I heard Mich- Michelle say she was led by God, as did Herman. No, right. as did um, Perry. Perry. Yeah. Who else said it was Perry's led like, by no, God? No, current Cain also has oh, said, he said that, that he was called God. to run. Yeah. Someone said, "Hey, Cain, run!" <laughs> okay, I guess I will run. He was called to run by whoever is <laughs> publishing that god awful book. Yeah. Because okay, so the thing is, is or the, are they? Are they? I heard David Silverman uh, say this. Uh, look him up if who's you David want. Silverman? Uh, he's he's the president show. of the uh, American Atheist. Uh, American yeah. Atheist sounds like a fantastic guy. He's he's he, he was. There's a meme about him. Uh, you know? Are you familiar with the uh, who's that loud Sarah, mouth on Sarah Fox? Silverman? No, no, oh, the loud mouth on Fox. Greta Van Susteren? No, he's a guy. Bill, Ra- O'Reilly. Bill O'Reilly. When when Bill O'Reilly says, tide goes in, tide goes out, you can't explain that. And there's a guy in a, in a mug and a goatee, and he has this look of, tide goes in, tide goes out. That's him. <laughs> anyway, so but I... I heard... Okay, I saw that clip. By yeah. the way, every two sentences you utter... I actually want to get in and talk about that topic for like 20 minutes. <laughs> and we keep sliding further and further Feel away from But the title goes in, title goes out. Why has nobody told Bill Riley? Like, why did he say... He has been told. No, but what, did the guy tell him, Bill, there's, there, it's called the moon. Yes. Did well, he tell him at that point no, in time? No, he did not. He, he said, well, which God? Thor? Is it Thor? Oh, okay. So, is, he, it Odin? He, so he just, he mocked him. A different tack. He took a different yeah, tack. he used a different Because I would think, I, I would have thought it would have been more effective to have said, but I, the poor man was so flabbergasted right. that he was probably reeling and he couldn't marshal his arm. Yeah. You know, his, 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 his resources. Well, well Bill, Bill O'Reilly, that we, one thing we do have to understand is Bill O'Reilly, his, he plays a character on his show. That is not actually who he is. He plays the far-right Republican. Now, he believes a lot of that. He's like Colbert, mm-hmm. only he actually believes the shit he's spewing. Right, I got you. I got you. So, so his, his, oh, he's he like does, Colbert, he, but he's Bill Riley's motivation is that he, he works on Fox and it is good for his brand. Yes. And Colbert's yes. motivation, of course, is, sat- is extreme satire. Right. But, but yes, good for yes. I, I would think Bill O'Reilly, I don't think, believes every ridiculous thing he says. No, no. He, he, he probably, because if you listen to the people who, who talk with him on the show, like David Silverman or, or Penn Jillette uh-huh. or, uh, who else is even John Stewart? Even John Stewart, yeah. They, couple- they, they have good rapport outside of that arena. They they say he's an intelligent guy. He has really good conversation. Yeah. But once that tell that that Mike goes Mike, on Mike and and yeah, he just turns on this and, you and know wall. We can go to the bigger topic of 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 the whole um the can the, the whole media conglomerate and and that news is rating. Yeah. News isn't informative anymore. So it's ratings, and everybody's program. Has to have a certain, what do you call them, Q ratings or whatever? Yeah. But they have to have a certain rating. Well, I was thinking about this just the other day. It's, it's something similar. Um, on John Stewart's program, uh, just about two two or three days ago, when he was talking about the Republican war on science, uh, and, and they interviewed that the Republican mouthpiece who just didn't get that it was sad, or she did get it and she played played her part very very scarily Michelle well. Michelle Morgan? No, it wasn't Michelle Morgan. I don't know. I don't know who it was. But but he but they were talking about Occupy Wall Street. Uh-huh. 
And John Stewart said, surely um, all of the, the news, all of the news agencies said something about Occupy Wall Street and whatever was going on at the time. And he showed clips from MSNBC, CNN, Fox, Fox News, the whole thing. And they all were basically clips about the new McDonald's McRib being oh, yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did see that. I think I did see now, a part of that. that is paid advertisement. Yeah. And is. and as that they're talking about as part of the news. And I I am disgusted. Would you suspect it's also paid advertisement? It, 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 there's no... How is something that occurs every year uh, news? I mean... If, if they're going to talk about that, they need to talk about the UPS guys wearing shorts in the spring, which they have their own commercial, apparently. But, News. You know, you know, like like but this recurring thing. This isn't news. Why why are they wasting any time with advertising when there's already paid advertisements in between actual news? But uh, of course, I, and, and, yeah, and I, I've, I've shocked you. I don't know. You didn't shock me. <laughs> well, you shocked me in as much as I am wondering if you haven't made a connection that that is also advertisement on yeah. newspapers but that is also paid advertisement on the yeah. program but I, I i i after but i i my mouth was open for a while because i was processing the fact that you are just raising conversation because you understand that yes i do understand because that. when and because because nbc and the nfl are so tightly allied now that i think the kickoff of the um of the of the nfl season when nbc had um, had, I think they had they aired one of the first few games of the season. All the anchors and all the affiliates were instructed, uh, and and like the weathermen and stuff like that. And all the anchors, but a lot of them were instructed to wear NFL jerseys and t-shirts, uh-huh. and they had NFL themed backgrounds. It is part of the advertiser. It is the right. news package. It is as I said. It is it is part and parcel. Yeah. They are paying for advertisements now spots within the news itself. Right now. Now, in that particular case, however, I can kind of see, like that. The... Oh, that's untenable. No, it wasn't just the backgrounds. They were making them wear the, t- the shirts, and they were making and they right, but... and they had and they, they instructed them to to have football references uh, within the um, <laughs> the flow of the narrative, right, and stuff like that. Right. So, 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 and three people were blown up in Afghanistan, just like in football, <laughs> when the person. That... <laughs> Which well, you can watch tonight. <laughs> it, you know, not a, not that subtle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So go on with that subtle, right? But that would, yeah, that would actually that's, be that's clever. Exactly what it is. Um, um, but let's let's jump on a, on a story here. This okay. So I am finding this out at the same rate at which at the same time that you find this out. I'm reading this. This is um, uh, this is from uh, MotherJones.com. Apparently, Herman Cain was questioned about the rising cost of student um of, of education in this country right. and let me tell you first person's perspective as a student every year i've been this is my fifth year this, yeah, I mean, as this he is holds my fifth, up four fingers this is my fifth year <laughs> well i'm between in between four and five with this fifth right so this is my fifth year of um being in school this, um at this point in time and every single year except for the first one Tuition has gone up by two hundred dollars a semester, so it's a oh, wow. average rate of about four to five hundred dollars a year. Yeah. Every single year, it is one right. America is one of the few one of the few first world countries that education isn't really free, or yeah. almost free. 
And you ask this um, monumental jackass, Herman Cain, right, about what he would do to control the rising course of attending college. And this is what he said. The issue of addressing the expense of higher education, I happen to believe that, here again, let the free market sort it out. You have more expensive colleges and universities, you have less expensive colleges and universities, and people have a choice. Colleges and universities are competing for students. They didn't say it was just fine. There could be some other factors, but I don't believe that we should artificially start to tamper with the free market system. I'm not going to read any more of the article, <clears throat> but the, the willingness of the GOP to suck. And, and that is how you know this is not, these people are not patriotic. In a, no. Or they might be patriotic in as much as the flag. As long as well, they're patriotic, they, as long they as they're rich. Under, well, yeah, the, flag, the, Ameri- the flag that they camp out under is a, uh, is a flag that flies for corporations. All right, and because we should make mm-hmm. a U.S. flag where we take a good thirty say, of the stars and we put dollar signs. I was about to say <laughs> the stars should represent the fifty biggest corporations, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it should be in a constant in a flux. Yeah, and be changing to represent the fifty biggest corporations. Because if you are a patriot of any sort, you have to real and you have to, you have to realize one that in this global marketplace, right? Especially since America touts itself as no longer the manufacturing capital of the world, but it touts itself as the service capital, high-level service capital of the world, right? You have to then understand that, wait, listen, therefore, we need to, in order to then, therefore, remain a global power, we have to control the intellectual and the innovative capital in the world. So, therefore, we have to... But we have to educate our students fully and comprehensively and in as efficacious a manner as possible. And you can't just relegate the education to those who are the most well-off because then you're excluding a huge percentage of your, of your intellectual capital. Absolutely. Right? Right? Brains, brains as, as much as the rich would like to believe it. Because Paris Hilton is not a rocket science. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> right? And she could probably never be even near a rocket scientist. She might be a rocket tot, which is a common dish that's being well, we need, sold we need, in my favorite. Hey, we, need, we, need, we need rocket uh, groupies. Rocket science groupies. But she wouldn't be a rocket science groupie either. Unless they made a lot of money. That parasitism is a slattern. <laughs> slattern? Right? To use um, nomenclature from days of yore. <laughs> uh, you know, and... But but that's what I'm saying. But there's it, it, no connection whatsoever. There's no American, and and, and far be it from me. As I said, I I, have, I always like to, to disassociate myself from any sort of nationalism and any sort of jingoism, right? I am a citizen yeah. of the world, and I want to. I I'm a humanist. I want everybody in the world to have a, an equal starting point. You don't right. need to. I don't. I don't. You don't need to have an equal ending point, but an equal starting point, yeah. right? But but let's let's let me go because I live in America and I'm, I I I'm, I care about America and I'm concerned. If you're an American patriot, right, like that, you know that flag pin your way in the lapel, you would care about your students getting educated for free because just if for no other reason than you want to compete with the Chinese. 
and they want to compete with the Japanese and they want to compete with the Taiwanese they want to compete with the Germans it's too expensive and all the Europeans, that's, what the, right? that's what the free market you're is for you're sacrificing your students on the altar of mammon and meanwhile the American America is well, this is this is what's going to happen mm-hmm. or this is what the GOP think is going to happen Walmart is going to swoop in <laughs> And start their own university because they need to have well-educated people working for them. They so they will pay for I people to that. to uh, mm-hmm. go into engineering because you have to have engineers to to do uh, to lower the costs of electricity sure. uh, every every year. So you're going to have to start going green. Sure. So they are going to start sending their best and brightest to uh, engineering schools, right? Sure. And they're going to pay. For for their because education, you can't stock a good shelf unless you're a civil engineer. That's right. And you need to know mechanical engineering to know how about the load bearing and the stress bearing of right. a particular shelf. Think of how many people are, are harmed by shelves suddenly collapsing. So many people, especially when I push the shelves down. <laughs> so many people are harmed. Like when you keep keep on sneaking bowling balls in there and putting them on the top <laughs> so shelf. Many, so many people, Gary. <laughs> so many. But if if we've if we were all engineers that were at Walmart educated, right? But but but, mm-hmm. but not even Walmart. I mean, then you have like the the, the actual engineering companies. You know, like uh, I got my last job because I was working on my master's mm-hmm. uh, with General Dynamic. Well, it was Antion, and and they basically realized that I just having going to get my master's. Uh, I had some sort of intelligence, and so they got me overseas to make shitloads of money. And they said, "Oh yeah, you don't have to finish your degree." <laughs> and left you high and dry. Oh, left you. Did, did you finish? No, I didn't. I didn't finish my master's. I'm working on my master's next year, beginning next. Well, year. I hope you're working on your PhD next year. That's what I'm aiming for. Yeah. I'm aiming for you to finish your PhD. I think oh, yeah. I, I think I'd like to do yeah, that. It'll happen. It'll happen. I have a little faith in that. But okay, but that's it. But anyway, to continue the yeah. discussion. Go ahead. To continue the discussion with with okay, so like, okay, let's move on. Shocking lack of patriotism. Right. Herman, okay, talking about the market regulating education, right? We already have this paradigm in place, so it's not a paradigm that we. It's not something we have to project and and speculate on. We have the for-profit universities, right, which have been shown to be vastly uh, um, rapacious. They've been shown to be doing predatory advertising where they sell students lies to enroll them. They have been shown... Like the military. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, continue. <laughs> they've been shown... And they've also been shown to... And, and they're mostly unaccredited. It is, um, I, I was reading this article where they were saying, yeah, you know nurses. Um, you, nursing is one of the most... I would say okay. Let me just say. Let me not use the superlative, but let me say one of the more. It's a large growth industry and well, necessary. Industry. Meaning that most nurses are fat. I agree with you there, one hundred percent. But nursing <laughs> is one of the more hands-on and practical, intensive, hands-on, intensive right. um, learning processes there are in ed- within the field of, within the field of education, right? right. And a lot a, of memorization as well. There is memorization, but you do a nursing degree. I can tell you more than more than almost any other degree, you will go and you will do live hospital visits. You will learn. Yes, you engine. have to do that. Right, lot very hands on because right. okay, a lot of the nursing for profit universities, the students say they never even get to a hospital, and when they do get there, they get there 
they or when they do get to to um places where they are they have observer status they are only observers and they never and they never get any practical experience so they come out with a nursing certificate and they have with, with, with loads of debt settled upon them and they have no nursing practical experience so they cannot get hired because nursing unlike as i said most of the fees they expect you you know you go to have an engineering job gary they, they would expect to train you right you go for a nursing job they expect to train you very slightly right it, because that's you, a trade yes you come with the skills in hand actually were it well i would say were it 50 60 years ago they would never teach nursing within a university within the confines right, be of a university trade school. because yes it's a trade <laughs> school it's a, yeah exactly so but, but let, let's which not, we've had this conversation before and i elitist. have lots of right i have lots of yes i have so much um 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 will be i should expand on that topic and i agree on that but let's not let's not go there today right, right? but that's the point i'm making these these four profit universities the students the students are, are, are under so much debt. Right. So we already have, we already know what, what the for-profit education system does. What about the VRI? <laughs> the VRI is also mentioned in a lot of the um, oh, lawsuits and stuff like that. Because I always thought, I always thought of the VRI because of, we are so influenced by marketing and advertising right. that the VRI has gotten so big a jump in the market that we actually think that they are an outstanding um, institution because yeah. they're ubiquitous, right? Right, and they, and they always show some guy in a lab coat with an oscilloscope Which behind them. Which impresses <laughs> us so highly. So highly. And, and that's something that you can get hands-on experience. I mean, they can teach how to solder, and they can, you know, okay, here's positive, here's negative, don't right. electrocute yourself. I mean, that's fairly right. and I, I can important. See, and that one, and that's easy to do within the confines of a lab, right? Yeah. However, I'm a for-profit university, when I carry you to, when I'm training you as a nurse, I have to carry you to a hospital hmm. slash some sort of facility right. that I have to have some sort of relationship with. Money has to flow in one, some direction or the other. Either I'm providing this, you know, some, it has to be, and it has to be firm, long-lasting bonds. And as a for-profit fly by that university that is very heavily involved in and I don't want to use the word profit again, but it's heavily involved in turning... Okay, so, so let me just turn that profit because I can't think of another way to phrase it. But the deal a lot... Okay, the for-profit universities, what they do is that the investor or the speculator, they look for a college that's failing. They then take over, they buy the college, buy the debt or whatever, they take over the college. And of course, as usual, as Mitt Romney would do, they would fire, they fire people. They streamline the package, they raise, they jack up rates, they increase they, class they, sizes. They, 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 they impose uh, uh, regulations that they have, to, they have to slash costs, Yeah. and then they loan the money at exorbitant rates. No, wait, right. sorry, sorry, that's that's the world uh, bank. I would say that's a bank. <laughs> but it's not a fact. Austerity, austerity makers. Funny enough, Goldman Sachs, <laughs> is a huge player in the market now uh, of for-profit universities. They're of course. They one are. of the biggest players. They just entered that market I recently. Is, I wonder if they hire anybody from these universities of which they invest in. Goldman Sachs. Listen, Goldman Sachs. If one person at Goldman Sachs was a product... That's a, listen, I've never thought about that. Somebody should do a, a research. If yeah. Goldman Sachs hired one person that graduated from one of their diploma mills... Uh, that would be a miracle beyond 
Oh, oh no, oh no, that's impossible. That's <laughs> that's impossible. But but they pray upon and you, you know they say the, you know um this this phrase um the the widow the um the fatherless and the widow was this is from the Bible right where people prayed upon the um the, the orphan the and, downtrodden and, yeah and the, and but the, it's a particular phrase that they they always use repetitive the fatherless and the widowed or something like that but they, they look for single mothers right. and this this is they certainly do um target single mothers they um they target people um divorcees and stuff like that people there's a certain segment of the population that they look for as more vulnerable to their to their spiel right right another thing they do is that these for profit universities they often fold so and when you fold all of your qualifications disappear with you like your records your records disappear with you and i was talking to a guy who works in the texas um the texas board certifications um i can't remember his exact name but that's who you but they 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 deal with um they this they deal with they monitor the funds that are disbursed um the grants and stuff that are disbursed to texas universities and he was telling me about some of the travails. I was speaking to him this only this Saturday. He was telling me that a lot of these universities disappear from the face of the earth, and then students have no records. So the no, no transcripts. I went to school yeah. for four years. This is my transcript from X university, uh, and none. It's, it's a horrible. It's a yeah, horrible. Yeah, scary. Huh? I wonder if Liberty University is like that. You know, Liberty well, University. I that's, heard about it. Is that the one? That's that's it's basically run out of a guy's house. It's a diploma mill. It's <laughs> it's a it's a fundamentalist Christian university. I would probably say it's not only like that. It probably is it's, the archetype. Yeah, it's, it's a run out of a, whatever his name is, uh, some pre, uh, televangelist house. All right. <laughs> well, but but they probably impart great values. Okay, let's move I'm on sure to something. Do. You want to move on to something else, or yeah, let's um let's move on to something else. What are we talking about now? What are we talking All right. about? The next thing. This and I'm gonna use this as a um. I'm gonna have a lot of candy left over from this evening. <laughs> I have a whole you fucking bag. I, I told uh, you were the creepy man in the neighborhood. I was telling the listeners when he went to the door <laughs> that I've been here for an hour. Nobody, only one person has come to your door. I had a, I had a good good run uh, before you showed up between six thirty and uh, it's about seven thirty. Is there anybody who's willing to substantiate that you had a good run? No, uh, there's no substantiation. Yeah, I almost that. went through that entire bag of candy. I can't prove that bag of candy was full. What I do know, you have a hedge directly in front of your door. Yeah. That you it, it obscures the view of somebody directly in front of your door from the road. I don't know. Were you a Catholic priest? I would suspect that hedge was placed there deliberately. <laughs> Well, it was, but not by me. <laughs> oh, by the Catholic priest who's the prior <laughs> order of the house. Yeah. That is true. That is true. I understand that. Okay. I have a, I have a really weird basement in this house too. <laughs> kind of creepy. Uh, what? So we do something uh, next. Yeah. Okay. Moving. Okay. Next topic. Question. Right. This is on Buzz Flash. And this is something that has been in my mind too. I was thinking about it superficially. Superficially. Occupy Wall Street. Right. Oh, we're is back that- to them. And you know I love Occupy Wall Street. By the way, talking about Occupy Wall Street, um, I'm going to Miami tomorrow just for one day. Right. Uh, yeah, because because I have to go, okay, the Trinidad and Tobago, this is a nice diversion. This is, this is also politics. Trinidad and Tobago government has determined that all the citizens need to have an electronic passport. 
before it was the ones that couldn't be swiped and stuff. Are they, like they going to like inject it in the back of your neck? Or well, no, not that. Collar around the... Not the arm. Armageddon leading, you know, 6-6. No, no. <laughs> right now, we're just going to put some sort of machine-readable um, page on the passport and have it and go from there. Oh, the, it, well, do, you, do you have a new passport, by the way? No, I have to go and get a new one. Okay, yeah, because the new ones all are all... So you have to update update your passport. But it is Trinidad and Tobago. And so you have to go to Florida to get that done. Yes, because Trinidad and Tobago is a country of approximately 1.2 million people. I have had... Ooh, that live in Trinidad and Tobago. So let's say we exported another one. one is it feasible that you'd export about 1.2 million people worldwide? Uh, yeah, sure. Or you would I mean, say the world's much a big less. place. Okay. So I have had an appointment for a fucking year because Tobago is firmly entrenched in third worldness. And it took me a year to get an appointment to fucking re-up my passport. All you right. You can't just send it in? No, because it's because oh, machine because, readable yeah, is yeah. a physical they need a um physical digital picture of you, which I can fucking email into them. Yeah. I it's Tobago. Okay. It took me a year to get the appointment. So I have the po- I am going to do this. Um, I'm going to go to the passport office in Miami on the 2nd of November, right? Today is the fucking 31st of October. This, a, somebody calls me. Okay, so there's someone at the door, and either it's a trick or treater, or it's a marauder come to kill us while we're doing the passport. Don't know. The dog is very, very... Listen, you're lo- we're actually going to give you all advice and no candy. Don't listen to I just got a polite laugh from the kids at the door there. Gary, they look like they were like 16 and 17 years old, respectively. Uh, isn't there a cut-off agent trick-or-treating? No, I'm waiting for the whores to show up. <laughs> Prozies. Would you like a Tootsie Roll? No, I don't. Please, no. I'm going to do that. But I'm not, yeah. not, not, not going to sing that song either. Please don't. Yes. It doesn't mean you are, and I should just stop and let you do it right no, now. No, no, go ahead. You're going to start when I started talking. Go ahead. Talk. I'm Talk. <laughs> it sounds like a deer every day. Where did I stop at this whole show, though? I was talking about... Yeah. Yeah, so... <laughs> yeah, today's it. Yes, yeah, so my interview's on the second. I'm okay. flying out tomorrow on the first. Have... The Trinidad and Tobago consulate calls me today. And says, okay, as a backdrop to the story, everybody from Texas has to go to Miami to, to, to get their passport renewed. Because there are three places. Um, it's New York, D.C., and Miami. So all Texans go to my, have to go to Miami, right? Because it's like in the same parallel or something. Something, right? <laughs> but they were purporting that they, would, they might come to Texas so we wouldn't have to go all the way to Miami. Right? So they might come to Texas just to take care of the Texans. Right. But that didn't pan out. I called the office three times. They said, no, we're not coming to Texas. I bought my ticket, of because course. Because they're scared because Texas has Perry. But, and he Perry, wants why would you? Although, <laughs> although the Texas Repub- um, governor, what's his name? Scott? Scott is no, ain't no treat. Lieutenant. Sc- Lieutenant governor. Is, is he, why does he have some sort of military... Uh, <laughs> but he yeah. has no power. Scott ain't no oh, wait, treat. He actually has more power than the than the, than the, than the governor. Yeah. Because Scott is the one who um instituted in, 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 um the peeing for the welfare recipients. The welfare oh, yeah, recipients yeah, yeah, had yeah. to pee yeah. and then they tested the pee to see if they had drugs. Um, which or incidentally, the pee testing was done at Scott's um hospital. Yes, we had talked about. Yes, yeah, so which and, he made a handsome profit. Right, and what I love about that is it's supposed to be less government. 
<laughs> but it was and found. To, it was only found um actually on Friday to be unconstitutional. I think. Oh, right on. So he, but he did make some money for a short while, which I think was all he cared about, though. Right. But yeah. So yeah, I'm just make a point. Texas ain't no ain't much better than than um, Florida ain't much. Um, ain't, no, Texas ain't much worse than Florida. Right. Except they might hang less people. But um, yeah. So they want to come to, to Texas to take care of the Texas people. I called. No, they weren't coming. Do you know some cocksucker from the Trinidad consulate called me today? They said, um, Mr. Myers, you don't need to come um, until, on Tuesday again. Um, I mean, on the second. Because we're coming to Texas on November the 10th, which is like about exactly 10 days from now. <laughs> I was like, listen, do you realize that you have to purchase a plane ticket like at least three weeks before to get a reasonable price? Do you ex- do you think I was gonna buy my ticket tomorrow, to come tomorrow? Well, you are telling me this the day, two days before my appointment. <laughs> Ridiculous, and that's why we're a third world country. And it's it's so typical. F- Actually, I, that's not just Trinidad. That that is just bureaucracy. They had no idea. Whoever was supposed to do it had no idea, and they and they. Got lost in the emails. I mean, they were probably the the entire time that they were having all these discussions amongst themselves of, of where they were going. They were every single one of them was playing solitaire, <laughs> and so none of them knew what was going on. And finally, someone released a memo. And they're like, "Oh shit, shit we need to do that." All these people who yeah. actually shed you to come. <laughs> and, and the thing is, I couldn't even be angry at the person because I was like, you know, I know this probably is part of it is your fault, but it's not really all your fault anyway. But I'm a, dude. I'm a student, and it's five hundred dollars for the car rental and for the um ticket. Yeah, you know that's a lot of money for me right now. As you know, as a but, student. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. However, I'm gonna. Long story short, I'm gonna get to see Occupy Miami, which is gonna be awesome. So Sweet. that's the only reason that I'm not distraught. <laughs> that I'm you know wasting five hundred dollars. I'm I'm gonna go and see Occupy Miami. I'm gonna spend a couple hours with them. Um, at a night, and I'll probably go back the next Again, morning. Take some water and hang out with them. Take them some water. Well, Walmart um, water, which they of course will. Listen, just we, just because it's funny. Judicious <laughs> ramblings. Drop some. We did carry down some uh, Walmart water, and they did recognize it as Walmart water. Yeah. That is a fact. They did right. recognize it, and, as and they they made the point that they will not be spending <laughs> their money at Walmart. They did. They they were a bit shirty, yeah, and they were not. Well, I wonder if the dollar store has. You know, like one of those places has water. That's true. But, as, you know, fuck them. I love Occupy Wall Street. You know, but fuck you. You'll take whatever water I bring. I wasn't there. They weren't ungrateful. They were very grateful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were. But, but by Absolutely. the way, and we have to go back this weekend. Right? Right. We have to go back this weekend to Occupy Wall Street. Yeah, we'll have to do it like Saturday because Sunday I'm booked up. Okay. For once. <laughs> you know, boast about, you know, things you have going on. I have nothing going on. But hey, Occupy Wall Street. Okay, so. Back to the serious topic now. This writer is saying that um, Occupy Wall Street will reach critical will only reach critical mass when it attracts the minorities of Brooklyn from across the river. Mm. And this ties into the bigger point I wanted to make though. But before we go into the bigger point, the smaller point, why aren't there? Because remember, I was asking this question. I was asking this question of you personally, Gary. Why aren't there more black people out there? And this is before I had thought through the matter properly. Because they're actually working? 
You're a venture, <laughs> guess? No, but well, what? No, well, that's okay. So let me shoot that on. I know you're being funny, but one black people certainly are working at a much lower rate than any other. Because they don't want to hang out with the white hippies either. Because of their drum circles. That oh, <laughs> seriously, okay, that is part of it. Oh, this is, this is seriously. You can't. Like, that was a point of it. I spoke. My cousin is a originally. She was born in Trinidad, but her mother was American. Um, was American. And my cousin eventually immigrated to America, right? right? So she's an American. She grew up here most of her life. Um, she just finished her PhD um, from a prestigious university. She's a doctorate. Very intelligent person. Well, yeah, most intelligent person. I love, and I actually do love her, right? Which I don't most of my cousins. <laughs> but I was asking her about, I'm actually going to stay with her when I go to Miami. I was asking her about Occupy Wall Street. And I wasn't asking her to form any sort of conversation. I was just asking her because I wanted to, if she, wanted to know if she knew where Occupy Miami was. Right. And before I can get there, she was like, well, I looked into them, but I think it's just a bunch of spoiled rich kids. No, no, just a, little, just a bunch of spoiled kids. A, spo- a bunch of spoiled kids. Um, I have to paraphrase. Just a bunch of spoiled kids who need something better to do. Some, it was, that's a rough paraphrase. Who have nothing better to do. Yeah. And I was so disappointed to hear that from her. And I didn't argue it yeah. with her. But that is the, the I think that's the overarching feeling from the black people. And do you know why? And this is going to tie into my point. Black people are not really sympathetic to what a lot of white people are now experiencing. Right. Because black people have always been an underclass. Right. In America. And let's place the rule, but I'm talking about America. This is not racism, right? And this is way beyond racism. Because slavery, and I'm going to explain this stuff as we get into it. Slavery is not really about racism; it's about economics. And let's so let's let and so let me start from the big point, and then we'll work work our way back down to, to this, right. right? And I, I'm talking, and, and let me shoot. I'm shooting this back and forth because I'm writing a, 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 a blog an post. article in this, yeah, a blog post in this. And but I wanted to get some of the terms clarified because I have most of the blog done, right. but I think I'm using the wrong terms. Right. I've had a discussion with several Republican stalwarts, and <laughs> even on TV, you would you hear, for example, Eric Cantor said what he wants to do is to keep the rich rich and bring the poor up to that level. Right. right. You also hear because everybody can be rich. Right. Right. You also hear sentiments being I expressed. I roll my eyes. Gary Ash and Gary as sharp as attack there. You know, sort of zeroing on 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 the nub of my dis- the gist or nub of my discussion. Right. You also hear people saying, "Well, there's a lot of jealousy, and why are you attacking rich people?" And African, right? But in in the, in the whole talk about inequality, as long as you have these ideas frozen around. You never get to the real gist of the problem. And also, as progressives, we need to be, be to be explain our positions to non-progressives. Right. That's very important. And that's that's yes. something that, that hasn't been... Well, the, the people that we've met have been able to explain uh, their position. But I think as a movement, um, the position has not been adequately explained on a right. broad level. And this is not Occupy Wall Street. This is, you know, this is... This is universal. Yeah. You, but but to some people, some people have the ability or and the training, I would say, to get to to be able to pass 
different points and positions and and be able to to, to reduce them to almost their irreducible minimum and if you can and also some people have the great gift of tact and the great gift of of of, of i would say of gift of crossing you you know yeah, gift of gab right <laughs> and but if you can figure out a way to put it across to somebody who is not in your camp and this is the way i think we have to be and, able to frame inequalities and the first thing you have to do is get them to listen to mm-hmm. actually listen, not yes. l- not listen in trying to just rebut what you're saying, but to listen to what you're saying. Yes, definitely. And in order, to, so so therefore, before we go go on, and it's often actually often the explanation comes from truth, but most people don't see the truth. First thing, this is the truth where we have, where, that we have to come from. You can't just start from inequality. You have to start from because people think, well, what if so and so person has ten billion dollars? That doesn't affect me, right? That doesn't affect me not having $10 billion. I can have $10 billion too. As you said, all of us can be rich. And therein lies the the functional disconnect. It is impossible for everybody to be rich. And this is what the the, the article or the blog post is about, is that one, the earth, and this is the the philosophy, because I think the beauty of this podcast is sometimes we go, we, you know, we transcend the, the plane that we normally live on. And sometimes you go into the realm of philosophy, which I think is this, the highest realm this is. Is, right? right? Let's go philosophy, Gary. The earth has finite value. And argue with me. This is my, The earth has finite value. Right. Now... I agree with that. Uh, uh, and, and, okay, you agree with that. Yeah. Okay, so... And well, a popular... Because there's, there's, when you say value, there's, there's finite resources uh, to support... The people living on it, and not only just the people living on it, but all life that's living on it. Yes. So at some point, the resources or the people or the living entities yes. will outweigh the resources they're capable of sustaining. True. Right. Okay. And 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 not just the resources, but the price we put on the resources. For example, right. that is why another th- one thing we don't talk about is overpopulation. Every Seven billion people. Is, is about, is about, <laughs> what, when is the due date? Is it October? today? Today is it today? Yeah. Every extra person born, the value of of the resources on Earth increase because there's one more person that is that needs to partake of limited resources. Increases and spreads. Right. So more, uh, less for more. Yeah. So therefore, so let's just put it in simple terms. If I had a diamond, and the diamond was worth five dollars today. When ten million people are born tomorrow, no, let's say coal. Because yeah, I, let's say actually, coal. I, I, yeah, I was going to say necessary. corn. <laughs> yeah, corn. Corn is necessary, yeah. right? If the, a bushel of corn was worth one pound today, if suddenly a hundred billion people appeared in the face of the earth, that bushel of corn would be worth about seven, eight f- times the value yeah. because there is. L- that fixed amount of corn to be shared among many more people, right? And let's think about, let's apply, let's extrapolate now and apply this to different things. Okay, let's go. Simple thing. People say, we had typewriters before, right? I've had a Republican say, no, the fine value in the earth isn't finite because look at Bill Gates and look at um, Steve Jobs or whatever, the new god Steve Jobs, yeah. right? Who I am, you know, you know I'm not a fan of because Steve Jobs had no problem um, with, with, with people jumping into his death in his factories in China. Right. In fact, what it, no, he did have a problem with them doing it because it reduces workforce. So they well, installed also, a net. Well, it's also bad publicity. Right. So he put a net. Yeah. So when they jump, they would land in the net and they can just... Like, Jobs didn't. 
Well, not, not him. <laughs> jobs, not him physically. I don't say he. Jobs, jobs, or someone uh, w- speaking with his authority said, "Stop the, the <laughs> stop yes. the dying." Yes, stop the dying. <laughs> and they thought Annette is a perfectly uh, cromulent solution. Mm. <laughs> Annette, an Inet, an right? <laughs> right. So, so okay. So, but, but to get back to the point. But so the, the Republican guys told, told me, but look at the new technologies, the computer. Are the computer added value to the earth? Perfect argument. So let's let's go into this, Gary. The, the computers didn't add value. What it did... We added value to the... Okay. Yes, exactly. No, no, that's exactly what, I, that's exactly what we did. Oh, I need to stop jumping the gun. No, 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 I your... want you to jump in. No, I want you to jump in because I want... I Listen, you because you're, you're telling me that I'm not insane by thinking these things. No, you jump in, of course well, you okay. jump in. I mean, we add value to everything. That's why a diamond, uh, which is not particularly rare, is so precious right. to some people. This rock, this freaking rock, is expensive. Well, I mean, it's useful in lasers, rubies, you know, but diamonds but are, as yeah. far as... But the it, value for, the, for, for as, a, as an adornment, yeah, it's, that it's, is simply it's shiny. transferred value. You can be a jackdaw. I think jackdaws and mockingbirds and other animals gather bright stones. Yeah. Right, it's, it's but, but the computer is far more useful than a diamond. Right, but it's, and, and, and it should have more value. It should have more value. That's a simple way of looking at it. That is, an, I didn't even think about that way of looking at it. Right, or a but, car, for example. But, but we like to, we like to think that we're so far above the animals, which I don't think we are in any way oh, above no, God, any no. animal. But human beings <laughs> have this sort of feeling of manifest definitely de- um, destiny, no. <laughs> because God made us in His image. Right. And but yet, as I said, there are many birds that collect bright um, objects. That's true. Just like diamonds nice that have no intrinsic value. The, intrin- the only intrinsic value in a diamond is as a drill bit head or some sort of um, for technology because it's yeah. very hard. It is one of the hardest, you know, substances I would say. Yeah. Right? But, uh, well, natural but, substances. Yeah, because we've, ha- we've we've made stuff harder. Yeah, one of the harder natural substances I would yeah. say. Right? But okay, but more, but and beyond the diamond. But getting back to, to the argument that Bill Gates and they added value to the earth. They didn't. When Bill Gates and they came and they invented the computer, right? Let's say Bill Gates. Let's, not, let's, let's disassociate everybody else who was also involved in the production of a laptop. But you have a laptop, which has replaced. So, you, so let's say you didn't really. To chip out the argument that you added value with a laptop, you replace a typewriter yeah. and you replace thousands of typists, right? Right. Which. The typist replaced the screw people who wrote and scrolls and the people, right? So you see, you see this? Well, and, it, and right, so it increased the ability for knowledge to get out. Right. Because you went from handwriting and hand copying to automated copying, which, yes. which well, the, the type press, the fixed type press. Yeah. Or the movable type press. Yes. Even even more so. Gutenberg press and going all the way back. That's it. Yeah. We, we, and exact, what are you saying is exactly what I'm trying to show. The connection that each technology has replaced something else. So right. what you're doing is you're replacing. So you, you, you come from replacing a, a drove of scribes. Right. In a, right. In an entire huge corporation. Yes. Copying at that time the Bible. <laughs> mm-hmm. And now... You replace that Bible by one machine, right? And now I've got an iPhone that has a Bible app where I have 20 different, 50 different translations on it. Right. So therefore, so, so let's look at the value. So before, you had the value. Oh, wait, we, 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 we weren't talking Apple. We were talking uh, PC. Right, no, okay. whatever you're talking. Yeah, yeah, I'm just no, no, let's, let's go Apple or PC. Okay. But let's go the value Same in human thing. lives. So there's a lot of value in those human lives and human right. capital. And you have to feed the humans and the resources they consume or whatever, right? Right. right? right. However... 
Let's come to the the the, the um the the things that make or that an iPhone or a PC um is comprised of, right? You have cobalt, which is right. gotten from mines, which are mined by poor thousands of poor children right. in places like Sierra Leone and the Congo. And because of these mines, you have people who enslave kids, and they send them into mines. And then there's the capital on the environment. Right? right, because you have the because suddenly cobalt, that area can't grow anything. Cobalt is extreme, also extremely carcinogenic. Yeah. Right, and then you have the externalized cost of any business which the public bears is when those businesses release their mercury and whatever stuff into the environment. The rivers, we bear the cost of it. And when I say we, I mean the government. Right, and globally because it, it travels in the wind and it travels in our waters, and then you have higher rates of cancer. And higher right. rates of asthma, and higher rates of yeah, I mean thousands and thousands of other diseases but spin off. Only over there, not here. Oh, over not here. There. No, not the people who, when they turn on their taps in America, in instances right. in Philadelphia, they have flame coming out because of fracking. Oh, that's not in America. Oh, well, certainly not here. Oh, hey, no, well, no. Uh-huh. <laughs> we'll, we'll get to fracking uh, at a different. No, but way. all of that is part because fracking. Right. Yeah, but all of it's part of it. It's not separate. Right, because fracking is part of the the um, the drive. Well, it's fuel. a drive, right? It's, it's a drive for fuel. Oh, yes, for fuel. But what I'm saying, but what you know, but the point I'm making is, you thought you replace all those thousands of scribes, but you replace them by the thousands of people who produce the stuff that makes up a computer. Right, right. The value gets transferred. It gets transferred in terms of health. And it's been of, devalued. Devalued. And right, and get transferred, but it, and it gets in terms of health outcomes. For the entire planet, so the cost has just gone somewhere else. You know, the cost is in health premiums. The cost is in the lives of the children who are in those mines. The cost is in the rivers. The cost is in the cancer suffering. The, right? The cost is in yeah. different places. The point of a matter: you might not know, you might not be, or I might not be, a direct, directly affected, uh, affected. Oh, I think I'm directly affected by that value transfer. Right? right, but the value has been transferred somewhere. The value is finite. Right. So to get it, to, so so having established and and listen, when we post the article, the reason why I'm taking so long to post this article because I'm trying to connect. There are so many different ways that I can show that value is transferred, right? right. And I want to put like about 15, 20 examples. But the second point I want to make is that in order for somebody to rich, therefore somebody has to be poor. Right. So. Now, mm-hmm. let's go back to the original statement mm-hmm. that everybody can be rich. Specifically, everybody in America can be rich, which is what that statement means. I wish, wish, okay. Mm-hmm. I, and because of what you just said, I think it's slightly possible that that's the case. Um, well, that's impossible. No, I've already taught that. I've already taught and categorized that already. I'm coming to that too. But I, I okay. like that you're going there because they're giving me something like a knockdown. Right, okay. Uh, I will I'll build up the straw man then. <laughs> straw by straw. Yeah. Yeah, it's more of a Lego guy. but. <laughs> <laughs> so if you can push these resources elsewhere, and I, I already know the flaw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know no, the no, flaw. Just, just come with it. I know the flaw. Just come with it, yeah. You know, if you can push all of that resources elsewhere, then the people, you know, even even the 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 mealy guy who's who's looking at the picture of the hamburger and taking your order because he doesn't know math. Mm-hmm. If you could teach him how to do math, mm-hmm. 
he could rise up through the McDonald's. And if he worked hard enough, right. if he could actually work hard enough and work enough hours at McDonald's, he can become the owner of McDonald's. Right. Yeah. But the thing is, and, and the way it used to be is, you know, they would rise to the ranks and then the young high school kid or, or junior high kid would come in and right. they would rise. And so you had this constantly revolving thing mm-hmm. and eventually the guy at the top would die, next person moves up. And so you have this nice little... Uh, Donkey Kong, oh. you know, Donkey Kong Jr. thing with the elevators. Or as Rick Perry elevators. would call it, uh, um, <laughs> a, a pyramid scheme. Some sort of a pyramid scheme, as yeah. Rick Perry would call it. What was the exact word he used? A pyramid scheme. A per- was he it? didn't say pyramid. Oh, no, he said, a Ponzi. Uh, Ponzi, a Ponzi scheme, scheme yeah. 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 Yeah, but that's not really a Ponzi scheme. I mean, he was talking about social security. Yes, but I'm going to say, but any, no, Rick Perry thinks that Which anything is, that these is a general, generational transfer yeah. Of wealth, of of wealth, or something like that, is a Ponzi scheme because that's you know is a general gener- no any generational contract I would guess is a Ponzi scheme to Rick Perry right, which doesn't make sense because he's yeah, all okay he didn't, he didn't start out rich so he's he's one of the few people I think he got rich in office he got rich which in meant office he was fucking stealing money if not right. sitting there direct- the Kennedys. Kennedys started out rich and their Kennedys got their money from the from bushes running, from, the Kennedys got their money. From running um, bootleg alcohol during the prohibition. I'm not lying. This is okay. go check it up. The Bushes got their money. The Bushes started in oil before World War One and Two, but they really got a huge bump in their money because they were Nazi collaborators. Okay. Prescott Bush. But but my point is uh-huh. that they are generational. So the wealth is passing from the fa- grandfather to uh-huh. the father yes. to the son uh-huh. and now to the grandchildren. Yeah. And that's how they they keep their money. It's very much – and they, they call the Kennedys the royal family of the United States, which I we should not have royalty. We should not have uh, right by birth. Well, yeah. We should not have any of that as any part of our society. But as more entrenched – the more entrenched that wealth becomes – Right. Yeah, That's exactly what we're going to – and yeah. you already have Perry saying mm-hmm. – uh, I think it was in his book, which I still haven't read, and I feel sorry about that, but I've read uh, people tearing it apart, um, that we should not be voting for direct rev- representatives, that they should be – only the people who are in power should be able to tell – Oh, my God. Did you say that? Yeah. Or something very, but, very – But the super committee – super- Right. Exactly. He, that's that's what he wants. He wants yeah. he wants the people who are in power to vote other people in power. And we already have a bit of that already, Do you, because yeah. the Republican um, primary, the Republican candidates for for any level of government above the um, I would not say grassroots, but I mean the community level. They and I don't know how it works in the Democratic Party, but I think it does work like that too. They start electing each other, and it starts going up the rank. Right, and, and this is this is how it starts, and this is yeah. how it, it'll never happen. It becomes, that you you now we get now they get the true class system, yeah. right? It becomes less representative of a government. Absolutely. The the more elections that are piled that are kept within the parties, yeah, is less of a representative government. It becomes even less and less representative by. Yeah. Now, what, now what what I find interesting, just going into politics a little bit now, as going and going well, back love, to about you know, we voting, we love politics. Yeah, we Let's do. Go. Is when we vote a new president in, we're actually not just voting a new president; we are voting an entire direction for the country because we don't get a vote. But that what we would hope. We would hope. Please qualify it by saying we hope. We vote well, no, because it, it, it is okay. Because, no, no, no. because we don't qualify. Oh, right. We, we, we think we are. Yes. Okay. Because we don't get a vote on Secretary of State. No, we don't. We don't get a vote on uh, Minister Secretary of Defense. We don't get a vote on CIA head. Education. We don't get a vote. All of these are appointed. The Supreme Court justices. 
which are strongly right. influential. Yes, no, we don't. We don't. And and so you know we are not really a representative democracy in that way because yeah. we don't have any say over the Secretary of State. No. And this per- Hillary Clinton. Now I think Hillary Clinton's you know awful a- human being. Eh, she's. I oh, think she's. I think she's fifty-fifty on what she's doing. I, she's I, I, I have some. I do find that to be extremely attractive, though. <laughs> Much like Gaddafi found um, Condoleezza Rice to be. Uh, okay, well, I, have I, a, I have a scrapbook. Condi, I yeah. scrapbook Hillary. Yeah. <laughs> yes, but yes. Um, so we don't have a yeah, on So we, we don't. We don't have any voice in that, and so we don't really have control over over the government. Now we don't. We we, don't. we, we should. Because and even, and the, the president is a figurehead, just, and let, then we have the let Congress. Let me just get it straight. Right? You're saying this, and you're putting aside, of course, the obvious fact that our government has already been co-opted by the moneyed interests. Right. Uh, you're, you're, so you're putting aside that. You're talking yeah, I, Right. I'm just talking, talking about, about impure, purity. The right. purity of the process. Because I, I the am an idealist. Yes. Just, yes. Uh, you know, and a realist, which is a very hard thing it's, to be. Yeah, <laughs> especially it's today. It's warring inside you guys. <laughs> tearing up your pants. Yeah, I want to be an idealist, yeah. but I realize I'm going to get kicked in the ding ding. I mean, it should be. It should be. I guess. Oh, okay. Uh, so, so, so then we have to vote for our our elected representative in Congress in the in the House and the Senate, right? And that's closer to a representative. And oftentimes, you can get a person who who gets in for the good, right? For yeah. the, for the good of the people. But yeah, oftentimes, not, not often, yeah. uh, like Lamar Smith. Um, he doesn't but listen to his people. It's been shown that the average now is about 93% um, the, of the candidates with more money win. Yes, that's right? that's absolutely because correct. Because of the media-dominated cycle that we have and the fact that people are not very invested in But I'm wondering if that may change because the no, next listen, generation... Wait, I, wait, love wait. The, I love this system, but you, you have to tie this back into the discussion about the, because of the value of the, in, of the of finite the value. So right. start bringing it back to that point. Oh, I'm going to have to. too far right. from that. Yeah, yeah, we have. Um, no, I love the discussion, but we're straying too far. Uh, I understand. Uh, give, give me a moment to think of, of how I can do that, because it does tie in. Oh, no, it uh-huh. does. And we will show this. By the way, listen, <laughs> by the way, we will, we are going to, I'm going to put a date on it um, of February that we're going to premiere the System of Systems um, app. App. But we, I'm going to start. After, we're gonna start writing um, articles on it. But it'll be next an exec- week. it'll be an executable first on the computer, and then we'll port it to an app. Yeah, because but people don't do because this, that yeah. takes that takes a, while, takes a to, while to to get to an app. But we but uh, we're gonna start writing articles about it in the blog, which yeah. is ramblings dot blogspot dot com. I will have the articles on the blog from next week after because the value the value blog, which is gonna be posted in about four days, is a lead up. Into the system of systems because it is it is all connected, right. everything is all connected, and and the way how I see it is, you, you know the the you, that the top the, the direction that you're pursuing there, it comes back to the finite value system in that it is all connected to the income disparity, the co-option of our governing processes. By whatever elite and by the governing processes themselves, only serves to widen the income disparity. And it comes back to the point I'm making: the income, the not, well, not just income. I'm not talking about not just earned income or whatever, but but the, the disparity between the haves and the have-nots. And what people don't understand 
in the okay, the finite value system, somebody there's because there's a finite amount of value. When somebody is very rich, someone has to be very poor. Right. When you have a lot of people who are moderately rich, then people you have to be moderate poor. Right. And if everybody's equal and everybody's equal. Now, of course, as I said, we this is this program is we don't we're not espousing um idealistic socialism or whatever. Or communism I, fact, or I quite support uh, in fact I think anybody who takes dogmatic positions on anything is an ass. Right? Yeah, I, I love I want a beautiful mixture of capitalism and socialism and whatever. And all the isms. Put all them together. <laughs> Put some Nazism in there. I don't care whatever. <laughs> you know be but you have to make the point that if somebody is very rich, somebody is very poor. Now, Gary was making the point earlier on that technically we're saying, because when America was enjoying this wealth of prosperity in the 50s and 60s that apparently we all want to go back to, right? That everybody was rich in America. But every, no, 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 no. You didn't say that, but I'm saying. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when we, we want to go back to the point where everybody was doing well. And a lot of the, the commentators and a lot of the very... Prof- Progressive liberal blogs are talking about the great 60s and the 50s and the 60s. But it's true. A lot of America experienced a lot of wealth, a lot of growth. It was fantastic. Parts of America did, yes. Yes, parts. And, and that's the point <laughs> we come back to. Because there's always been a permanent underclass. Right. If you go back to, to the industrial age, I mean... <laughs> You had that the start of that disparity because you had the the oil barons and you had the the railroad barons and you mm-hmm. had the the coal well, barons. The Gilded Age, yeah, the Gilded Age over yeah. here, yeah, and the Industrial Age. And that's great if you were effectively a white person who but, but were in the city. Let's not even do white, yeah, yeah, in a city, yeah, because the Industrial Age. Let's even go back to England, uh, but in that then there was royalism, right. and let's go beyond that with the Greeks. Right? right, you go back to the Grecian system. Whenever there's fantastic wealth, especially in, in wealth like when there was Nero uh, and Pompey and stuff, like, whenever there's been fantastic wealth, there's always been fantastic poverty. Whenever there, uh, and and that's it because the value there's there's finite value in the earth, and and us as human beings we value certain things at certain times, and when we attach value to them, we attach. The income, dispar- the income disparity goes along with the things that we attach value to. As I said, the reason why America seemed to be a fantastic and utopian place for certain sectors of society, there's a permanent underclass of the black people and of the Indians because the, the native Indians, they, um, their, their outcomes, very, very awful outcomes. I would say they have worse outcomes than black people as regards to education and, and, and stuff like that. Right. But... You know, you, and that's the reason why when things happen like that in Occupy Oakland and Occupy New York, when people are being now effectively introduced to the brutality in the American system by the, by the police and by the vested, um, entrenched upper, um, upper class. Interests, right? basically. <laughs> yeah. When they're shocked by the police acting, you know, and shooting gas canisters and and and, and, and arresting people without re- arresting people without reason and Tony below, but the black community has experienced this for years, right. right? This is not new. When there were lynchings going on back in the in the in the forties and fifties and sixties and the Jim Crow laws, etc., and and you know, people have been, as I said, the black community. This is normal to them. Now that the 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 people at the top, the 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 rapacious class at the top, has started. Ex- Spanning their reach, right beyond um, 
you know their grasp beyond that of the black of, of the of the underclass because as i said okay so before i go on look at things like um the difference in crack and crack laws versus cocaine laws because cocaine is a traditionally black drug crack is a white drug right and they were jailing okay. black people at almost three to one higher rate right, right? the jails are most uh mostly inhabited by the black and by the mind by minorities not just say black you know and the jail industry is a huge industry. Well, it's privatized, right? Or it's, it's, be, and it's becoming more and more privatized as we yeah. go on. But uh, but and you have uh, and, and, and how do you sustain the, that by having more and more people put in the fucking jail? Right, and you do that with a drug war, which is yeah. an indict, which tends to be an indictment of the black community. You search more black people, you arrest more black people, yada yada yada. Right, it goes on. But now, right, because the global elite, right, has found that their reach is growing short. Because apart from the blacks in America. Their reach also extended through the IMF and through the World Bank to poor Latin American countries, right? However, the Latin American countries have wised up and they've been forming their own sort of Latin American right. um, sort of way of dealing with, with the debt. And they, they loan each other money. And they have removed, the, uh, the, they have removed themselves from, within, from, within, from beneath the heel of the IMF and the World Bank. So therefore, the as I said, the, we call them the global elite, and the 1%, they are no longer extorting usurious rates of interest from those countries. So now they are preying upon the American people themselves because the American people is a huge resource. That right. is but, but we're seeing that even before, like in Greece it has, it has. and, and uh, some of the Euro, uh, Euro, European of Union countries. Uh, so, okay, so let me say the Western. So, I, and it's going to start happening here because we've already seen that now with why Occupy Wall Street has happened. Yes. It uh, is, it, with it, the it, banks uh, getting bailed out. Yes. And and, the, so let's say the Western economies that have previously been the ones who have traditionally loaned money yeah. out of the Western economies to the third world and have had very small minorities within, the, within them because every Western con, com, country has a little minority that is their permanent underclass because value systems are, are also they're, they're global and they're growing more global yeah. but they're also um, semi-contained value systems in a country, right? Right, absolutely. So, so, but the, let's the, say, the internet makes it global right. and travel makes it well, global no, the internet, and communications Besides, Besides the communications, I'm talking about the global reach with money. I'm talking well, about no, money. No, but that's, that's exactly what I'm talking about because that's what the internet does. It, well, it allows... True. It allows... Technology does that, it yes. al- Yeah, I should say yeah. technology. Yeah, I'm, technology. I'm, but I'm obviously going... But technology, that. yeah, because we think internet's there, but yeah. technology does that so that now you can have... You can have accountants here and whoever there, and you can offshore your money here, and you can do right. that there. Yes, and you yes. can be based in New Hampshire, yes, but actually and, have your your headquarters you can in ship Japan. Ideas and yeah. yes, because technology used to be about shipping physical things, but now you can ship right. ideas right. and then make the physical thing wherever. Right. That is true. So, one hundred percent, you're correct. So now we come back to, so when you come back to you have so you permanent underclass now, and, and but I know someone from America, so now they can't pray. And the Latin American countries and the Asian countries are wising up, and the Caribbean countries are also not taking money from the IMF as, as before. So, and so, therefore, the global elites now they're saying, Where can we take money? Who's the untapped market? And the untapped market are the people in the Western societies, right? And the untapped market in America is not the blacks anymore because the blacks um, have already, you know, they're, they've been going through this for years. So now they started to suck more and more of the middle class, which is predominantly white, into their traps. 
So now, instead of educating the Americans for free, they started educating Americans at a huge, onerous, burdensome course. Because edu- right, so edu- because education has been sold to you as the way to get ahead, right? Upward mobility through right. education, right? They start doing it through your mortgages. They start overvaluing your houses and stuff like that. So therefore, you have the debt of a house, and when the market bursts, you don't get help. You still carry that house debt on your back. The students, you cannot discharge a student a student loan, right? You can't claim bankruptcy on a student loan. Therefore, you carry that for the rest of your life. They do it through, in America, they do it for the denying everybody in America universal health care. Right? And you start sucking the middle class more and more into it. And now, you have Occupy Wall Street, where you, have a lo- where you see the evidence of a lot of people, and I'm not saying white people to be, um, put, you know, uh, to, but, but I'm saying people who formerly, like in the 50s and 60s, were part of that highly um, employed group now are being and the highly employed low debt group they're being they're now highly unemployed and 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 high debt group and this is why the black people are not coming out to support to support the Occupy movement in the droves that they think they would because you would think all underclasses would rush out and join them but right. the reason why they're not it is not hatred, it is not anything like that, but it's because the black people, and that's why I brought my cousin into it, is that the thing is, the feeling that I'm getting is that, but we've been going through this for years. Right. And, and, and that's Welcome, what, welcome to our world. Right, but they're not even saying welcome like that. They say, they don't even understand, like, why you are pissed yeah. that you have 10% unemployment or 9% unemployment. We have 18%. They're not saying that. You know what I'm saying? They're saying, but... This is, this is not new to the black people. That it, black people getting beat by the police and getting right. shot in the head, as in, in the, the, um, the Oakland Occupy people in that park where there was that park. The Oakland Occupy group named that park after a black dude. They were coming home from a party and the cops stopped them and arrested them or whatever. And they handcuffed the guy and put him on the ground right. and then shot him in his head or shot him in someone and killed him. You know, stuff that is, people has it's been going on for years. Rodney King, it's been going on for years. The, the, the stop and search where in New York, where 70-something percent of the stop and searches are black people, and the rate of, um, of, 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 uh, of guilt or of them being found with anything on them that is illegal is in the low, in the low single percentages, right? But, you know, stuff like that. So, so that's what's going on now. The black people are so accustomed to that life of being downtrodden and subservient. That's why they haven't come out, Right? So that, that's the point I'm making. Connected the value system. Sorry, you go ahead. Well, we were talking about education, mm-hmm. and I think I think that's to today's paper. Yeah, four-year college for all, right? Is yeah, is they're they're starting to do more of what we were talking about. Uh, what last week or the week before about having trade schools or or uh, internships. As, Which also has to do with value. It, well, it does. Education, the, the, the college education has been devalued. Until everything is a college education. Now, I'm, not, I'm not saying trades aren't valuable. No, no, no absolutely not. Are. Because there's a lot of stuff. I mean, a lot they of the are. stuff that I did when I graduated with my bachelor's is was not anything. Uh, well, I felt, and uh, mm-hmm. I, I may be, I may have a different outlook on on stuff. But to me, I could automate everything. 
practically. All I had to do was be taught, and I was taught. And it was yeah. just like, okay, once I once I write the script for this, mm. boom, I'm I'm set. You know, like just in elect. Uh, I, I could just write a script to turn up a, a fiber optic uh, transmission node. You know, okay. boom. No worries. You know, you didn't. All you had to do was clean it and plug it in. If something was wrong, you just take the thing out and replace it because we couldn't fix it, right? We could fix a component. Yeah. yeah we yeah. just replace a component. Yeah. You don't need an engineering degree to do that. All you need yeah. is a little bit of logic. Yeah. Right. And then with even power engineering, um, you, you write. It's it's all looking up tables and, and training and balancing. Yes. Yes, it is. You it know, is. The more the more we come come. The more, because the more, the, the more become, the more things become computerized. The equations are being done, yeah, behind the scenes by the computers and by the machines. Right. So now, actually, you just need technicians or trade. That's right. You yeah. just, have, you, you need just to, to show them. You need to teach people. Okay, yeah. if these are the trade-offs. These are the problems yeah. you're going to have. You yeah. don't need a a PhD no, or, or a master's or to, to do engineer. all of this. Yeah. Yeah. Most times you, you just need someone who's who can think. Yeah. And and we're not doing that in the schools. We're not teaching people. Oh this no, thing no, because it's at not. All. It is un- because we've talked about this because it's dangerous. Yes. Be, and even George Collar, uh, thirty years ago or twenty years ago, said this. You know, they don't want people to think because once you get people who think, oh, they realize what's going on. And I, that's kind of what Wall Street has happened. People got hurt, and now they're starting to think. Yes. Isn't that amazing <laughs> though? That that is so. I will one. I saw a, there's a brilliant article on truthdig.com by Chris Hedges who has said that this movement though didn't really start Wall Street, Occupy, Occupy Wall Street didn't really start just because of the upheaval. But he says this movement has been gestationally from three people who have been protesting against tree cutting and even tree huggers and the thousands and thousands of movements, of small movements that have been going on for years. I know it's a call. It, 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 you know, it's a, it's a call. It's, a, it's been coalesced. It's like it's like a, a rogue wave. Yeah. Okay. You know, it's, it's like all, all these little little waves building up, uh, and and they're kind of random. Right. So you know, you got the you got the tree huggers, and you got the the people who are who are protesting. Yeah. Uh, 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 coal mines. And they have unemployed, and then you have the, right. the people with the Keystone Pipeline. Right. And the actually, people have been replaced by. By because of what I just said, yes. you don't need the engineer; you just need the technician because you did such a good job. Right. You you worked yourself out of a job. Exactly. So now all of it's built, and you've got this huge wave of of, of discontent people. and mark that, right. That's good. And years and years of of, of protests, but but yeah. but small protests that can now. The thing about this, though, I guess, is that we've now all found. Well, that we have. I, say, I won't say we haven't found, but more people have realized. What the problem is? Instead of you protesting, me, dude, I and this is one thing I have to say. I have the idea. I've done a lot of work in this field before, and at a point in time, well, when I when I came across to the U.S. to go to school, I kind of gave up on on the protest movement. Right, but one, well, you, you, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> one because I didn't want to get arrested as a right. non-national, <laughs> and secondly because I was fed up because I've been doing it for a long time now. And sometimes they get tired. Yeah. And a lot of people... I'm young in the game, right? In, in protests. I've only been in, in, in protests and activity for like maybe about nine... Before before now, before I came to school here, I'd only been in the game maybe about nine, ten years. And people had been in for 30, 40 years. Right. Right? And we... But I did... I did save the whales and I would do plant in the forest and I worked on all sorts of stuff. 
I did so much different stuff. But the thing about it, though, is all the stuff that I did, Gary, all the stuff that anybody did, all the stuff about the war, the anti-war movement, and the it all can tie back to the money interests. And that's the beauty about Occupy Wall Street. When they and when they come back to now about the four-year college for all, maybe not, because this is something that you really into, you know, as an issue. The reason why the college experience is devalued and shoved on our throats is because it's a money-making thing. You know? Trade schools, I don't think, you know, unless they find a way to make money. But trade schools... Yeah, it, trade schools, they can, can make, make money. A lot of, but you can't make a lot of money off it because it's too practical and it serves too good a purpose. You, you know what I'm saying? No, no. No, don't think about it in the reality of them making money. But think about it. A trade school. If you have a, a really good trade school and you come to my trade school and you should to fix a car. Right. It is too practical of a thing and it serves too good a purpose yeah. to be sold as snake oil. No, okay. I see what you're saying. Right. Uh, and and you can't you can't place it out of the reach of the people who, yes. who need the job. Yes. Yes. Because... So it has to maintain... Uh, yes. Uh, some sort of balance between the, cost and need, you know, be, right. between the, pri- the cost of the degree and the need for the degree, the need, the cost of the, the training and the need for the training, because rich people aren't going to do that. Right, right. So you can't have, you you can have like the Harvard of mechanics of 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 uh, car repair, right? It, because it's the best, mm-hmm. but it won't be eighty thousand dollars because no one is going to be able to afford that. Right. The yes. people who are willing to do that. And you know, and really love it, aren't going to pay eighty thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah, nobody's yeah. yeah. Whereas yeah. people see lawyers and uh, investment bankers and like, oh well, I'll just go to Harvard. You know, oh, well, right. and they generally come from wealthy yes. families anyway. Right, exactly. Yeah. So, and I'm talking even further when they start selling the snake oil, the more the snake oil, it's the snake oil. When they start saying now, forget Harvard, which is an excellent institution, and MIT right. and the other, but when they start selling the for-profit versions of trade. What is the for-profit version of a trade school? Like yeah. when the trade school is worth nothing, yeah. you can't do that because it, you know, you don't have, yeah, there's no market for that, you know. Yeah. So it was this is a fantastic discussion, and we're gonna write, we're gonna do some, um, we're gonna put, I'm gonna, we're gonna put the um, article and the value out, and next week we're gonna come back and talk to you some more on a slightly higher level on this topic. I mean, we're only going to get to start talking about systems that are based upon value systems. But actually, we should expand on the value system because right. we there's so much on this topic that we digress so much as we always do. <laughs> and there's so much more to talk about it. But we will continue talking about the, the value system. But the points you want to make are fine, the value system is finite. There's only so much value in the face of the earth. So therefore, in order for somebody to be very rich, somebody has to be very poor. And the richer that very rich person or people are, the poorer the poor people have to be. Right. It's a bell curve and it gets skewed. Yeah. Because that because the uh, uh, what's that called the the normal the in, middle the one in the middle. Well, well, we right. The middle gets higher, but then the slope also gets higher, so the the total bell gets gets sharper oh, and yeah. shifted. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. So instead of looking like a bell curve now, it gets squashed yes, and shifted to like, the right. Yes. Yeah, so all sorts of difference. So, so you have a lot more poor people. And in yeah. middle class, yes. and and as the person, as the people get richer and richer, yeah. it gets narrower so it and narrower. Point, yeah, it's a one point, right? Yeah, and one and, point on the on the rich side of the of the of the, of the scale on the graph, and, and everybody's a long yeah. tail of everybody is poor, 
Yeah. Which is basically what happened in, ro- with England, in royal time, in, um, in the in age of royalism, back when there were kings and queens and monarchs and the, the, um, the aristocracy. Right? It was a sharp bell curve. And that is where the, any system, social, socialism, pure, pure, pure socialism, pure communism, I mean, pure communism. Pure, pure anything. Yes. It leads you back to that point. It, it, it had, uh, heads on pikes. Pure capitalism. It leads, <laughs> yeah. And, and heads on pikes. Somebody's head is going to end up on a pike. It usually starts with the poor people. And then the yeah. poor people start fighting back. And then eventually they're like, what the fuck? They yeah. Have more we, yeah, we have more people. So uh, rich people, as as V for Vendetta said, uh, which I, if you've ever seen that movie, yeah, I've seen it. It's like I've you know, and... the the ruling people should be afraid of the people that they rule. But do you know what though? The only thing I have to say in this age of advanced <laughs> technological weapons, where you can wipe out so many people at one time, is going to be interesting to see how this revolution happens. And I, I've been thinking about that, and we might want to talk about this on a later. But okay. how do you how do you perform a revolution without it being violent? Yeah. Okay. With, we without, without where where. So we leave this we leave this question yeah. open. That's an interesting one. Yeah, and that, that's what yeah. I've been I've been thinking about for a while. So because because even though they like to expose the nonviolent um, protest thing, it has Absolutely. never really happened. That no. thing history has as a guide. Has shown us that there hasn't really ever been a purely non-violent revolution. Right. I don't know. I do not know what the, the Indian Gandhi revolution was like. Well, at the ends, would did it ever become um, violent? But that's but that's not even finished, right? I mean, that's still not done because India is still considered part of China. No, India. no, Tibet. No, Gandhi. What the hell are you talking about? I'm India? gonna cut this part out because no, India, India stands. No, India is its own um, democracy. I, I would say actually the largest democracy on the face of the earth. Right, okay, but but Gandhi specifically. Right, because, during that time, though, because Gandhi, because Gandhi was trying to overthrow the um the English. Right, he was protesting against no, no, the English. But, but there's but there's there's something else about that. There's there's something else. But it's about Tibetans. Gandhi and oh no, I'm sorry, I'm thinking about the Dalai Lama. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'm yes, sorry. yes, yes, yes. That's sorry. a whole yeah. Yeah, I, I can understand it. I can yeah. understand it. Uh, yeah, but but I don't know. Was I don't know was the Indian over the revolution strictly peaceful? I don't know. I but but then there was a the yeah. global sweep. I, I don't know. I've, I've it, it drew attention. It drew attention to to the problems and the nonviolent portion of it because even even the United States the the civil rights movement was not oh no was, I mean I mean was, you had you had Martin Luther King but then you had Malcolm X and you and we needed that yeah you know that that movement needed you and did. I I think I think India was the same way I don't think it was a non-bloody That's revolution. What I'm saying. There, I don't think there's ever been a purely non-violent one because people do not relinquish no the people no fear. of course not the, the power elites you know this is common saying but I but we were looking at it. You know what? Because we don't. We will go and we do some some slight, you know, not too onerous research, and we will check it. Did <laughs> right. And we will see. We will track a lot of revolutions and see how they came about. Yeah, absolutely. But it's yeah. fantastic. So have we'll a see next good week. If you enjoy injudicious ramblings, leave a review at iTunes or send us an email at injudiciousramblings at gmail.com or at injudiciousramblings.blogspot.com. The theme was written and recorded by Oscar Lawrence.